1: Welcome to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for another inside look into the 2023 recruiting class. I got Mr. Cooper Flanagan out of De La Salle High School out in Concord, California joining me today. Before I invite Cooper into the show, I ask if you could please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and share this podcast, especially at the notification bell because that'll alert you when we are going live, when we have a special show like today, for instance. So. Cooper Flanagan, who has been committed to the University of Notre Dame since September, one of the longest standing recruits in the class, in a class that is ranked pretty much across the board as the top overall class in the 2023 cycle. Cooper, appreciate you again uh, joining me today, man. I know it's a holiday weekend, but thank you so much for the time and, and sharing your story a little bit with us. Of course. Well, Cooper, I, I kind of want to start us back. Like I said, you've been in the class a long time. You've been in the class pretty much as long as anybody in the 2023 cycle for Notre Dame. So going into your recruitment, let's start there for a second. What were some things when you were trying to find your your prospective school that you said, these are must, these are must for me. Like I need this, this, and this to make a proper decision where I want to go.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the education is probably number one. Uh, of course, education at Notre Dame is awesome. The culture at Notre Dame is, is great, and I think just the like the the tight ends that have gone through Notre Dame, the the production they've had, and the like, tight ends in the NFL is great too. So,
1: yeah, I, I really want to ask about the the tight end production in the NFL for a second, because I mean, everybody that's listening to this is a Notre Dame fan uh, fan and faithful, so they have they're very recognizable for the names, right? You got guys like Dave Casper and Tyler Eifert and. John Carlson, Anthony Fasano, Herb Smith Sr. There is a long list of Hall of Fame tight ends yeah. on the college level and in the NFL level and all pros, pro bowlers. There's been a lot of great players, obviously. And there's one right now in the building with Michael Mayer, obviously, yeah. for Notre Dame as well. Talk to me a little bit about wanting to continue that lineage. I'm sure it's got to be something that, that means a lot to you, but seeing a guy like a Michael Mayer even now continue the lineage, how attractive is that to be a part of the program in that sense?
2: Yeah, I mean, like even just being around Michael Mayer for a little bit out of practice, I mean, you could tell that he's the real deal. I mean, he takes everything; he's so intense, and he he's not he's not like really half-assing anything, you know. I mean, he's just like he's really awesome to be around, and it's kind of like inspiring almost. So, I mean, I would say there's pressure to, you know, I guess follow his footsteps, but yeah. I mean, Bye. yeah.
0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you need indeed.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good pressure though, right? You're, you're continuing in in theory, the uh, tight end you, I mean, I, I think that it's pretty safe to assume that that's, you know, a title that Notre Dame can claim. So I wanted to ask a little bit about De La Salle. I actually do a podcast with a gentleman named David Turner, who is a former NFL scout. that was actually a graduate of De La Salle. And then he spent a long time in the NFL and CFL and and did all that type of stuff. I understand that I don't even need to ask you about just the, the relevance and the history behind De La Salle for a second, because everybody knows the story, the win streak and how many championships they've won and how many players they put out. But for you just kind of, being a part of that program, how do you feel like that has prepared you both for, as a football yeah. player and as a student to make that jump and be successful in the next level?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's another big reason why I like Notre Dame so much. I feel like Dallas and Notre Dame are pretty similar, just the way that the football is kind of ran. Just how close, I mean, like how close the team is, the coaches like really care. I think mean, that's a huge thing. And I mean, Foskey, like someone I looked up to in like eighth grade watching our L.S.L. football games is he's killing it he's killing it right now so that's that's pretty cool to see
1: yeah and and i mean and and foskey played a lot of tight end in in high school as yeah. well a lot of a lot of people yeah. really wanted him to to play tight end and i know you play some defensive end too on, on top of the tight end Yeah. let me let me ask you this cooper i know that you know obviously your main position's tight end and you've been recruited by a lot of teams take me through the first time that you stepped on foot on notre dame what was the first visit and what was your instant reaction to when you first got on campus in South Bend?
2: Uh, I don't recall exactly what it was to be honest. Um, I think it was in the, I think it was in June, like maybe last June. But I mean, the the campus is beautiful. Uh, the facilities are great. The coaches were great. I mean, there's new coaches now, but I mean they're awesome too. So, um, and just like I was I was there during the, like the scrimmage before the spring game, and the players were awesome. Coach Parker's amazing, and just, I mean, everyone everyone there is great, so. Yeah,
1: you know, I definitely want to ask a, a little bit about the coaches in a second, but I kind of wanted to talk about the De La Salle offense for a second because it's historically, obviously, a, a heavy run scheme. I know you led the team in receiving yardage and did all that good stuff, which is very impressive, especially for a tight end in the system, but take me through just, is it fun for a tight end to be in that offense, and how how much do you feel like it's prepared you to be not only a – you know, a, a great player yeah. on the next level, but a great run blocker. You've had a lot of experience in yeah. that department, obviously.
2: Yeah, I mean, they also we we run the ball like I think eighty percent of the time. I mean, I'm hopefully we change. Hopefully we throw the ball more this year. I mean, I was the leading. I was I had the the, the leading rece- uh, receiving yards last year, but I think I could do better. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to this year. I should be the guy on the receiving end. But I mean, like all we do is all we do is block. But it, it's it's fun. You know, winning's fun. I I mean, I enjoy hitting people, so can't complain.
1: I love that, man. That's why you play defense too, right? You just can't get enough of it. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, so I I know I've talked to you about this a little bit in the past. So when when I first got hired by Irish Breakdown, Coach McNulty shortly after took the job, obviously, at Boston College to be the offensive coordinator. Obviously, we're talking about a whole new staff. Coach Kelly leaves for LSU. Coach McNulty leaves. And there's, you know, exodus all over the place from the staff perspective. Let's start, though, with Coach McNulty, because obviously I knew that you had a really good relationship with him, but take me through just the emotions maybe a little bit when he first left, and I mean, was it uneasy? Like, what were just your emotions when that move first happened?
2: I mean, I was just surprised. I mean, I was surprised. I was pretty devastated, but I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him, you know. That's all, that's, all, that's, all you, that's all you really can do, and I knew that Notre Dame was going to get another great coach, and that's exactly what they did, so take a plan.
1: And for people that don't know too much about Jared Parker for a second, right? Like obviously he most recently was a co-offensive coordinator at West Virginia. And he had, obviously he has a relationship with coach Freeman in the past. So they know each other. Well, mm-hmm. take me through that new. Cause it, it's, I mean, like, let's call it what it is, right? It's slightly awkward. Cause you're talking to a new coach for the first time you're already committed, but talk to me a little bit about that relationship you built with coach Parker and what you feel like makes him as special as a person and, and a coach.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was pretty nervous, you know, with a brand new coach, but I mean, he's a he's an amazing coach. He 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 knows ball. I mean, sitting in a meeting and watching him coach the kids was awesome. But I think like the best thing about coach Parker is he's just like a he's a great guy overall. Like he's a great like I was uh I had dinner with him and his family and he's just a great great dad, great person, just overall. It was awesome.
1: And I I know you. um, It was big for you to be able to go back to campus and to meet Coach Parker and kind of see him coach firsthand. But how shortly? How how long after he was officially hired did he reach out to you? And and how how has just the communication been overall? Like as as far as how long? How often is he kind of reaching out to you now that you now that he's getting settled in and he's starting to recruit and do all that type of stuff?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's like once a week, once every other week. I mean, I think he knows that I'm pretty. Pretty solid. So I think he kind of eases back, but he always he always checks in now and then.
1: Love it, man. I love it. So let me ask you this now, Cooper. Obviously, we talked about Coach Parker a little bit, taking over for Coach McNulty. Obviously, the, the big one, the biggest one is that and we knew that it was it was, was happening obviously during bowl season. Coach Freeman takes over for Coach Kelly when you were first committed. You obviously commit committed to a staff that was led by Brian Kelly there. So talk to me a little bit about that transition, and what you feel like Notre Dame has now in in Marcus Freeman as their head coach?
2: I mean, I think everyone kind of knows this, but I think Freeman's just more – he's more of like a player's, a player's coach. And he's just kind of – he's a pretty down-to-earth guy that you can talk to, and I think that's pretty cool. And I can see how that kind of builds a better – just a better, like – I don't know where – I'm trying to find the word, but just a better environment for the team and the players. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and what was it like for you when, because I, I think if I remember correctly, when we spoke, when you, when coach McNulty first left, I believe that coach Reese and coach Freeman have reached out to you pretty quickly to obviously, you know, yeah. ease you out, ease you into the, yeah. the, um the transition a little bit. What was that like? And what were your initial impressions of coach Freeman when you talked to him for the first time as the head coach? No,
2: yeah, I mean, he, he's been great. He's a great He's a great He's like a coach Parker. He's a great guy, but you, you can tell that he's a, outstanding coach outstanding recruiter i mean he knows his stuff so
1: and, and how excited are you man for this 2023 class i need yeah. to ask it that way because i mean right now we've, we've gotten some offensive guys to start to kind of come into the class yeah. couple offensive linemen got got braylon james the wide receiver just got Jaden lamar running back who's a west coast guy like you are how excited are you about this 2023 class man it's got to be yeah. pretty pretty dope
2: i'm stoked man i mean we're, we're gonna be really good we're gonna be really really good and Hopefully, a historic class in Notre Dame, and uh, I just can't wait to meet the meet all the boys. Like, I'm going the 17th. I think a lot of boys. I think a lot of them are going the 10th, but June, uh, yeah, June 17th for me.
1: Yeah, well, I know uh, the 10th is going to be a big weekend, but 17th is looking like a big weekend too, man. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of guys yeah. on campus, to say the least. I know. I just mentioned Jaden Lamar just committed. Obviously, he's out of the state of Washington. I know. Yeah,
2: yeah, so, I think I, play, I I think I played Jaden Lamar in seven on seven one time.
1: Oh, really? Really yeah. nice. That's yeah. awesome, man. I know we have Rico Flores. that's going to be visiting pretty quick, and he's he has a decision on July third. He's of course a California kid as well. It's what's it like just kind of getting maybe a couple of these West Coast kids to start to come to Notre Dame I mean, with you?
2: I mean, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I I was talking to we were at a camp the other day, and I was I was talking to him about Notre Dame. I, mean, I hope we get him. He'd be awesome. But yeah. It's pretty cool seeing West Coast West Coast kids,
1: and I I need to ask because I, I ask every every um, recruit this right. I know that you were like you said you're very you're solid to Notre Dame, and and now yeah. you're just trying to build hopefully an historic class is, is something that you <laughs> said. So talk to me a little bit about your role now as a recruiter. How often are you reaching out to guys? Are there a couple guys that you're really targeting to try to get into the class? Like how is that role evolved for you?
2: Yeah, I mean. I think right now as a recruiter, um, I mean, I, I've been doing my best to try to get Rico. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, especially when I see him. So I think that's the main thing. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we have like a I mean, just re- just reaching out to guys that, that Notre Dame's recruiting all that stuff.
1: And how for you, Cooper, how has the relationships just been developing with the other committed players in class in the class? Do you have a group chat going on? Do you guys check in all the time on each other? Like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, we
2: do, actually. And I mean, every time, every time someone's every every time someone commits, like almost every week, we always we always bring them in with open arms and all the all the kids are really cool. I mean, we talk every now and then. So, yeah, they seem great. Can't wait to meet them.
1: And I know that you said you're already going to be back on campus on the 17th, other than maybe visiting Notre Dame. what does the rest of the off season look like for you? Kind of what have you been doing since the season end? I'm just trying to see like what, what the schedule is going to be looking like for you over the next couple of months.
2: Yeah. I mean, we have, I have summer football, summer workouts for football starting Tuesday. So that's going to be a lot of conditioning. I'll tell you that. That'll be, that'll be no bueno, but, um, it'll, it'll get us ready. And, uh, Right now, I'm just trying to get the team the team closer, and uh, I mean for myself, I'm just catching catching balls, running routes with the quarterbacks, all that good stuff.
1: Has it hit you yet, yet man? Because I know obviously you just you're just finishing up junior year, but has it hit you that you're a senior already? That's yeah, got to be kind of surreal.
2: <laughs> yeah, we actually finished we finished last week, and it's it's pretty crazy. I was That's a fr- I feel like I was a freshman the other day.
1: Yeah. No, man, it it goes by way too quick. Speaking as a guy that just turned 30 years old, I feel like I was playing high school football yesterday. So yes, I I, I completely get that one, man. And I I know one thing for me, Cooper, is I'm excited about the Freeman era because I think that there's going to be a lot of success that's going to come with it. And a lot of that reason for optimism is based upon you and the rest of the 2023 class so just kind of looking forward what are the expectations for you obviously i know you're not a fortune teller you can't see the future here but what are some goals that you might have when you get to notre dame whether it be something for yourself an individual goal team goal like what would make a notre dame career successful for you overall would you yeah, say
2: uh, i think i think winning a, champion, a championship i mean that's plain and simple i mean that's that's kind of the goal you know it's kind of what we strive for
1: yeah and and one thing that I want to ask cuz I know you mentioned the education obviously when we first started this is so important to you. Yeah. I know 4 for 40 is something that you hear obviously a lot. Can you just take me through the pitch that Notre Dame has has had for you, right? As a player, as a person, how do they basically sell you on the fit for you to be going to Notre Dame?
2: Yeah, I mean I mean along with the all the football stuff, which is like top-notch football in the world, in the country, I mean, like just the school, the education you get, the connections you have when you graduate. It's just un, it's unreal, and it's. I mean, that's what that's what makes Notre Dame Notre Dame. So, yeah.
1: And then my last question for you is: I know that there, and I know this for a fact. We have some. Committed players that listen to the show. We have some fathers, some some family members that listen to the show. We have uncommitted players that listen to the show. If there's anybody out there right now that is someone that Notre Dame is trying to get into this class, and maybe they're still going back and forth a little bit, can you sell them right now, real quick? Give them the pitch on why they should join you in this 2023 class.
2: Number one recruiting class. Uh, I mean, we're gonna. I think we're gonna win. A, we're gonna win a Natty. So that's. I think that's that's it, man. We're gonna be the best class Notre Dame's seen in a while. So hopefully ever.
1: Yeah, yep, hopefully ever. I agree completely. Again, joined by Cooper Flanagan, Star Tight End out of De La LaSalle 2023, recruit for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Cooper, I appreciate you again, man. This was fantastic. Thank you so much for taking a few a few minutes with me today.
2: Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah.